0: Yes, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, patriots of all ages, welcome to another fun-filled edition of In Black and Right. We are still the new definition of color commentary. I am still Jerry Brooks, your host, the baby-faced assassin of conservatism, fighting for freedom, free speech, and freedom of thought. You can connect up with us either by email at inblackandright at or you can check out our website inblackandright.net to get all kinds of news information uh, that the mainstream media sure won't tell you about and also other fun things. This is WTF Friday, the first WTF Friday post CPAC. And CPAC was a hoot. It was so much fun. It was my very first one. I've been waiting to go for years, and it was absolutely amazing. But I'll do that probably next week and kind of share some of the share some of the things that happened. And I'm working right now on a picture gallery for in blackandwhite.net for CPAC 2022. So that will be coming out in a few days as I can as soon as I can get them all sorted out and posted. Anyway, folks, oh my goodness, my goodness, my goodness. What a week. Definitely some things qualify for WTF, especially yesterday. My goodness. Senator Lindsey Graham of South Carolina actually called on the air and in a tweet. He was on Sean Hannity's program talking about the Russians should assassinate Putin. I'm like, what? Are you kidding me? Uh, Senator Graham's tweet, is there a Brutus in Russia? A reference to Brutus who killed Julius Caesar. Is there a more successful Colonel, Colonel Stolpenberg in the Russian military? Oh my goodness, this was crazy. Now, later on in Senator Graham's tweet, Uh, He said, and I quote, the only way this ends is for somebody in Russia to take this guy out. You would be doing your country and the world a great service. And he made those comments during Sean Hannity's program. I believe it was last night, on Thursday. And I thought to myself, oh my goodness. WTF, Senator Graham? That is not exactly the type of thing that an elected official, especially a sitting United States Senator, should be making, Democrat or Republican. We've already tried that in our recent history. Uh, We killed Muammar Gaddafi in Libya, and what did we get for it? We got Benghazi yeah that was that was sure of a, a, a fun night. That was yeah, for all those who were there at the uh, at the diplomatic mission there in Benghazi next. and of course, we get rid of Saddam Hussein in Iraq. and all that did was become a catalyst for ISIS., uh, so essentially, Senator Graham's idea, is highly, and I do mean highly, well, problematic, if I want to find the right diplomatic word. It's horrendously problematic. You're dealing, it's the law of unintended consequences and considering that Senator Graham was a JAG attorney, yeah, that law you really should have studied because what is that gonna do? what is what would that do we don't know we absolutely do not know what would happen if Putin were to be assassinated over the Ukraine it's already that enough we need to ditch Russian oil major league ditch Russian oil but unfortunately uh, we have those in leadership who just don't seem to quite get it. Hence, uh, one of those is, well, Madam Speaker Nancy Pelosi, who at her weekly news conference uh, yesterday on Capitol Hill, she said, I mean, and it's really schizoid how she does this. She, she definitely supports banning Russian imports of Russian oil, which is great but the problem is she opposes increasing US energy production so we're not dependent on Russian oil this is the essentially the effect and the influence of the Green New Deal enviromaniac types we don't want Russian oil because all we're doing is giving Putin money to continue his war 700 million dollars per day coming from the United States Great Britain and the European Union every day they buy Russian oil which is over a hundred dollars a barrel and if you think it's bad now I have a feeling it's going to get worse because the slavish devotion of the left to Environment, to the enviromaniacs and the whole climate change nonsense is going to help kill the American economy not just the American energy industry. I mean what a difference a day makes. Well actually in this case what a difference a year makes for the people who got all upset about Trump's tweets I don't like his tweets. He's just terrible. He's not behaving himself. Well yeah But the problem was, you obviously didn't get the picture because we had $2 a gallon gasoline back then. We didn't have bare shelves in grocery stores back then. We didn't have supply chain problems back then. We had energy independence back then. We became the number one energy exporter, not importer, but exporter. And yet, because you knuckleheads and especially the woke evangelical knuckleheads had a problem with trump you wanted to support biden because you thought he was so moral he's so dignified he'll save the soul of the nation right mm-hmm. how did that work out for you 14 months later hmm seriously and as far as the woke knuckleheaded evangelicals go boy do you really owe the body of christ an apology for your sanctimony and your self-righteousness. You screwed the pooch so bad you made a dog breeder cry. And I'm willing to bet most of y'all don't have the humility, the integrity and the character to say, hey, we blew it. I mean, I would certainly have more respect for you, but for now, (laughs) uh, you can forget that. I mean, yeah, I have to forgive you because that is one of the tenets of my faith, but to trust you, to trust your judgment, yeah, that's not going to happen for a while, if ever. So, yeah, I'm a little upset over that, but Lindsey Graham doing this is just amazing, and I'm not talking in a good way. I mean, he certainly caught flack from his fellow Republicans Ted Cruz wasn't thrilled about that Marjorie Taylor Green certainly wasn't uh, <laughs> she tweeted out while we are praying for peace and for the people of Ukraine this is irresponsible dangerous and unhinged we need leaders with calm minds and steady wisdom not bloodthirsty warmongering politicians trying to tweet tough by demanding assassinations Americans don't want war, amen, amen, and amen. Even Ilhan Omar, (laughs) now it's a rare thing when you have one of the most conservative women in Marjorie Taylor Greene agreeing with one of the most radical way out in left fielders, the squad slash witches coven, Ilhan Omar. You know, she wrote on her tweet, seriously, WTF. Well, at least she didn't drop an F-bomb like her gal pal, Rashida Tlaib. And just as a little bit of a side note, post-State of the Union, which really wasn't a State of the Union. It was essentially, it was a joint session of Congress that turned into a train rack. Yeah, Joe Biden is a mess. The vegetable in cheap is a mess. He didn't talk about, it's not what he talked about, it's what he didn't talk about that really made the speech a disaster. Didn't talk about inflation, didn't talk about rampant crime in cities, didn't talk about our military and the 13 gold star families he helped create when he seriously screwed up Afghanistan. Come on. I mean, and that's just the, oh, and on the cherry on top of the sundae He couldn't tell the difference between the Ukrainians and the Iranians he called the Ukrainians Iranians oh my lord I mean I I heard that and I said I'm done I can't watch this mess anymore I just can't and kudos and a couple of thumbs up to Lauren Boebert and Marjorie Taylor Greene who stood up for the troops who stood up for the 13 warriors who died because of Biden's incompetence. And apparently, Madam Speaker told them to shut up. I said, somebody needs to seriously tell her to sit down, have a cookie, and she can shut up herself. Every time she opens her big mouth, it's like, my gosh, I, 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 I'm I hoping I have a bottle of Pepto-Bismol right beside me because that woman makes me sick to my stomach. She's old, she's elitist, she's well past her prime, just, and I don't even know why she decided to run again for re-election because she's going to be in the minority, and it could be a huge minority. When you have 31, 31 House Democrats who aren't running for re-election because they know what's coming, and they cannot, in good conscience, or any conscience for that matter, you know, try to run for re-election because the rats are deserting the sinking ship. I've never seen, in my 25 years of covering politics, so many of one party ditching and jumping ship. I I, I don't even know how that works. So, okay, so I, I, that doesn't make sense either but we move on. Uh, another WTF for sure. Now, and, and this came across uh, Newsmax, uh, I believe yesterday. Now, Title 42 of what happened with, um, that was put into place by President Trump during the whole, of the early days of the covid mass apparently now that rule is set to expire on april the first which means it's going to to well i'll actually want to play uh a guy named jason jones he's a border correspondent for newsmax and what he's t- and what he's talking about are the impacts of when a uh, Title Forty Two uh, expires, and what it's going to do to Customs and Border Protection, what it's going to do to the border situation, and none of it's good. Just a spoiler alert for you: none of it's going to be good. But I want to, but I'll let Mr. Jones uh, explain this a little better than I can. So, Jason Jones, correspondent for Newsmax.
1: last tool in the toolbox for the men and women of U.S. Customs of Border Protection to hold the line against the waves of people crossing into our country. I'll give you an example here, in the last four months, we now sit at 670,000 apprehensions. That's more than we had last year in the worst border crisis in American history. So what this means is that effective April 1st, the Title 42 will be dissolved. And What that will do is send an invitation to the world between the alien smuggling organizations, the Mexican cartels, and then the long haul smugglers that they will put out to everyone, that if you wanna come to the United States, now is your time. And all of the single males and single females that you guys hear me talk about all the time that are operating between the ports of entry running from border patrol, now they're just gonna turn themselves in. That means on the ground, less agents to stop deadly fentanyl, high value targets and methamphetamine, weapons and other things flowing in and out of our country
0: okay I think that explains quite a bit title 42 goes away and all of a sudden the border the southern border which has had more holes in it than aged Swiss cheese is going to be having so many holes I mean as wide as the Grand Canyon so everybody and their first cousin second cousin third cousin whatever can just come and, hey, we're good, we're awesome, we're gonna be taken care of, and this will come back and will seriously bite the Democrats right in the butt. It's going to do that. Whether you, and anybody with half a brain can figure this out. Now, you've already got, in Texas, the border counties that are turning Major League Republican, not just a little Republican, but Major League Republican. And given that the Texas primary was already held on March 1st, this is going to be a Democrat bloodbath because the biggest increase in Republican voters are among Latinos, Hispanics, and especially along the border counties. Of Texas, oh man, they're gonna really go red. They're pro- they're going to vote for Governor Abbott, and I'm sure the more conservative uh, members of Texas, the delegate, the congressional delegation, and so forth. Yeah, he's gonna have Governor Abbott is going to have to govern way conservative, build the wall. Help Texas Department of Public Safety people. Just get to it. Because with this, it's gonna be awful. It is just gonna absolutely be awful. I mean, oh my gosh. What, oh, I can't even begin to imagine as we're going into the springtime, and now, and then comes summer, Oh man you think it's bad now oh I promise you folks it's gonna get even worse as we go get into the spring and the summer the warmer weather and the heat there will be more dead bodies there will be an awful lot more drugs because there's not going to be enough agents Border Patrol agents on the ground as was mentioned in the report there's not going to be enough And oh my goodness, and since every state now is a border state, it now becomes, uh, y'all need to pay attention. Y'all need to seriously pay attention because this is not going to help. This is totally not gonna help. And it's going to make an already bad situation even worse. I'm not saying that to be mean but you better be ready folks you better be ready there's going to be more human smuggling there's going to be more dead people come trying to get across the border it's going to be a straight up mess there will be crime human trafficking sex trade smuggling oh my gosh it, it makes me just absolutely want to cry but it also makes me want to scream and for those who are seriously mistaken and seriously misguided, well, it's not, we're, we need to be more compassionate. Yeah, with what? We don't have the money. The Democrats or Democrats, depending upon your mood, they have set this country up for an absolute smacking. We're set up. We are a ticking bomb looking for a place to go off economically with inflation not slowing down. The Fed, the Federal Reserve is looking to start uh, jacking up interest rates this month. Oh my, no, 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 no. I, I don't care anymore about all this craziness. This country needs real leaders. It needs to be saved, yes. But not through politics. I mean, this is, I mean, what we essentially need is a revival, a revival, because there is a spiritual component to all of this. This is war. And people who seem to have no problem with what's going on are just either complete dingbats, or they are complicit in this. Absolutely complicit. And yeah, that's gonna be a little rough for some people to swallow, but you know, hey, life is kinda rough on everybody, folks. It's just gonna be rough on everybody. So, uh, this is kind of one of those, stay tuned, folks. Let's wait and see what's gonna happen. But, a WTF for me, now, this is really a non-story. But because there are media outlets here in Florida, uh, local, local reporters who work in the corporate media for national networks, they are, they're, you know, we have that here in Florida in spite of all the freedom we enjoy. There are people, who are looking to be offended. They are the professional victim crowd. Now, certainly in that sense, we now have what happened at the University of South Florida in Tampa. Governor DeSantis came to speak and hold the press conference. There were students there in masks, and he said, no. It's like, get rid of the mask, you know. You can wear it if you want to, but you know he was sick and tired of the COVID theater, and now you've got people, some of the parents, who spoke out, and in, and not surprising to me when I dug deeper into the story, these are black parents. Now once again, silly black people, who are looking to be offended. Now, I'm glad Governor DeSantis did it. Now I know black liberals are gonna look at me like, oh, you're, you're not really black, you don't care. I said, no, I do care. I care more than you can possibly imagine in your minute little mind. One of the reasons why I moved to Florida was because there were no mask mandates. There were no vaccine mandates when I moved here seven months ago. And that's one of the big reasons why I moved to Florida. It's not the reason, but it's one of the big reasons why I came here. Opportunity to build a new life, to retire here. Those are the, but now I can see that Florida, because of its position, and I'm looking at some of the same silly people, that I ran into when I lived out west, because I moved here from Nevada, who are just looking, well, we're upset. Now, watching some of this cracked me up, because the mom, one of the moms who was outraged, God, I, I hate using that word, because the mainstream media is like, oh, they were outraged. I said, really? So I'm looking, I'm digging a little deeper into the story. Now, apparently, one of the, one of the moms who was upset. I'm looking at this. I'm looking at this woman, who's talking to a local reporter from the Tampa area. She's not wearing a mask, at all. Her son, who's standing next to her, is, but she's not, and she's mad that about what Governor DeSantis said. And I'm going, uh, do you realize that your outrage is kind of fake? Because you're talking to a local reporter with no mask on while your son is standing next to you wearing one. And I thought, oh God, here we go again. It's like, no. Now, when I see a story like this, I just have to just go, you know, these outraged, quote unquote, outraged parents really are annoying to me. First of all, These are high school kids. Okay, fine. It's not like they're in grade school or middle school. Now, does this woman even understand that there have been plenty of incidents throughout the country where teachers, teachers have taken young kids, elementary school kids, and put taped masks on them. Taped masks on them. Where were you, dear, when you're when teachers were doing that to younger kids? These are high school kids. Now, if somebody, now if if Governor DeSantis was like, hey, you know, took the mask off of them and just ripped it off, then you'd have a point. But this nonsense that you're spewing to the local media, which they're loving because you essentially play right into their hands. It's like, well, and and of course, they did find a black woman, a black parent, because there's another guy who at least actually had the credibility to wear a mask while he was interviewed. But I don't wear masks. I hate it. I mean, I went to a doctor's office, and they said, well, you have to wear one. I said, really? You do know these things don't work. Oh well, we're, we require people. I said, well, you're not going to require me again. I'll tell you that right off. Every independent study I have seen on the effectiveness of the mask, they don't work. The masks themselves, what they're doing to kids, who are still being masked in school districts all across the country. But yet, nope. So now, when, when I see this, it's, it's stupid. It's just stupid to me. You know, in Florida, we've had the lowest rates of COVID in the freaking country. The lowest per capita rates of infections and deaths. We've put an emphasis here in Florida with the help of the new Surgeon General, Dr. Ladapo, who is supportive of Governor DeSantis' policies, and he's a medical doctor who also happens to be black. Now, what really cracked me up is a side note. When Dr. Ladapo was going through his confirmation hearings in the Florida Senate, the Democrats, at one point, up and walked out. They up and walked out. So I'm going to myself, mm-hmm, yeah. You The Democrats, the party of minorities, up and walked out on a black doctor. Do not give me this outrage, BS. I won't like it, I will laugh at you, I will openly mock you for believing a full-blown lie. Now, is that nice? Probably not, but hey, I don't put up with BS. I don't put up with foolishness. If somebody's got a problem with it, get rid, get, deal with it. Just deal with it, because I don't deal with well with moral cowards and liars. I just don't. But the last thing I wanted to get to today, which is actually some great news. Now, this is from the Epic Times, uh, March second, and. The headline reads, Virginia set to become the first state to adopt law, allowing parents to review sexually explicit school material. Yay! Hallelujah! Now, uh, it hasn't been signed into law yet by Governor Yunkin, but it's one of the promises he made to the people of the Commonwealth. Parents now are the most dangerous constituency, and I'm not talking dangerous in the whole Justice Department. Well, they're domestic terrorists. It's like, that is so brain dead, I don't even know where to start. But to the education establishment, to the educrats, to school boards and school districts, parents are now your worst nightmare incarnate. I've said it numerous times the moms the mama bears are awake not woke they are aware they are ticked off and they're organizing they are organizing like crazy not just in certain regions there are organizations that are going nation wide moms for Liberty God bless them all of them and they are working They are working hard. They are building chapters in counties all over the country. So pretty much if you're on a school board and you think you're okay and you're safe, don't. That is naivete on steroids. If you're pushing things like CRT, social emotional learning, Or any other of this woke crap. Do not get comfortable. Look over your shoulder. Because there's probably a mom, a concerned mom, who's going to be running for your seat to kick you out. And yay, happy, happy. Because there's a lot of y'all who need to pretty much have your butts kicked out of your seats because what you're doing to kids is just twisted and sick. And I would even dare say demonic. So yeah. So whether you like it or not, school boards, whether you like it or not, school districts, the parents are there, they're not going anywhere, and it, it's gonna suck to be you, really. It, it really is. So we can only see what happens when school board elections start happening all over the country and let's see how many seats these folks the mama bears and I'm not leaving out the papa bears not gonna leave them out because there are pretty there are some pretty ticked off dads too pretty ticked off so uh, it's not just the mama bears the, the papa bears are doing their jobs too so yeah let that be a lesson and just real quick I'm happy to announce, uh, Governor DeSantis was happy to announce that Casey DeSantis, the first lady of the great state of Florida, has been declared cancer free. Yay, God! Happy, happy, happy for the DeSantis family. And anybody who thinks that, oh, Casey DeSantis, all right, it's like, no, if you can't be happy, for someone who's gone through cancer treatment and has been de- been declared cancer free y'all are some pretty sick pups it's a good thing and if you or anyone you know has had cancer and they've survived it that's a great thing and hallelujah and god bless all of them for beating cancer because it's just a it's a vicious disease and to go after somebody to, and just to be mean and spiteful just because they happen to be someone you don't agree with, that makes you a pretty sick and shallow puppy. So major, major congrats, major happiness for Governor DeSantis and the First Lady of Florida. So with that in mind, folks, I'm gonna call it a day, probably call it a weekend to boot. So thank you very much for listening, greatly appreciated, again you can uh, Catch up with what we're up to on inblackandright.net. We also have plenty uh, plenty of links that will connect you to our audio podcasts. You can find us on all the major platforms. Just look for In Black and Right or The Flaming Microphone. Trust me, it's not that hard to find. So take care, my friends. Thank you so much. God bless you all. And remember, Patriots come in all colors. Take care, everybody.